This is a GRDC podcast. We sometimes hear about the rundown of phosphorus nutrients deep in the soil profile, and a deal of research is being conducted right now into deep pea placement and the benefits derived from that. Well, just recently, research in southeastern Australia has attempted to address another issue in the soil subsurface, and that is soil acidity, or low pH, and its effect on legume yields. Most legumes prefer a pH of greater than 5 to a depth of at least 20 centimetres, so acidic layers below 5 centimetres can adversely affect root growth, nodulation, plant vigour and the nitrogen fixation potential of acid-sensitive pulses. Work undertaken by Helen Burns and Mark Norton from the New South Wales Department of Primary Industries has looked closely at this problem and a new GRDC publication details this complex issue for growers and advisors. Recently I sat down with Helen Burns to record this interview at the DPI office in Wagga Wagga. We were, Mark Norton and I, in the project that was looking at issues affecting the performance of pulses in acid soils. We had begun surveying commercial paddocks and about three to four months after the crops were sown, establishment seemed to be okay, we started getting reports from the growers that their crops were going backwards. And when we had a look at it, it was fairly obvious that nodulation was poor and you'd find patches in the paddock that were pretty good. And you do a comparison of the good and bad areas and when we looked at the plants and then did in situ measures of the pH, it was fairly obvious that the pH profiles in that surface, 15 centimetres, was very acidic in the poor areas and not so acidic in the better areas. So it was a, a plant response to very hostile acidic soils. In the past, as you point out in your report, growers have sort of had a a different measure of their soil pH at that deep level. The traditional methods being not 10 or not 15 centimetre soil samples and the target pH people have been aiming for have been about 4.8 to 5 and based on old guidelines that indicated that once you had pH above 5 and particularly above 5.2, Issues associated with aluminium or manganese toxicity were basically under control and they weren't likely to be causing problems. And people have been able to get away with that with the relatively acid-tolerant species like wheat and then the more sensitive species like canola and leucine. So the assumption was that if leucine and canola were okay, then might as well give pulses a go. But there's a whole new level of sensitivity because the pulse plant not only has to be able to tolerate whatever acid layer they're sown into, but the nodulation process, the rhizobia survival, the rhizobia infection of the plant roots and then the nodulation process is also affected by pH. So, yeah, the sensitivity of the pulses or any legume to acidity is at a much higher level than they've struck before. Farmers have been applying lime to balance their pH. So what's happening at those lower levels? Why isn't it getting down there? I think if we look back at the recommendations that growers are following, and if you look at wheat and canola yields, then they seem to have been working okay. The guidelines were developed 
for traditional farming systems where cultivation was a matter of course. Often people were applying lime immediately before sowing canola and part of that process, you know, going back 20 years when the recommendations came out, part of that process was incorporation, effective incorporation of trefland. So the recommendations were made on the expectation that there'd be incorporation of the lime. We've moved to a minimum tillage, zero till system. What ends up happening, because lime moves very, very slowly, is that we have concentration of lime in the top five centimetres. The amount of lime being used isn't enough to neutralise acidity in those top layers and then have sufficient alkalinity to actually have an impact below five centimetres. And hence our legume crops are hitting a bit of a wall, I suppose. Well, when we look at the pH profiles of those sites where we got poor to medium nodulation, the most acidic layer is in the 5 to 15 centimetres and at a sowing depth of about 5 to 8 centimetres for most of the pulses, the seed and the rhizobia is being placed in the most acidic zone. Those growers must have figured there was a problem there if they've, they've sowed into those depths and got nothing up. Well, the plants come up. It's just they're very, very stunted. And what we found was that it was usually about three months after the crops were sown that we had reports of nitrogen-deficient plants, stunted plants. And that three months is about the time it would take for the seed and the soil reserves of nitrogen to run out and then the plant's starting to rely on the nodulation process to be kicking in and end fixation by the rhizobia. But that's not happening? No, no, that's not happening when you've got the seed sown in that toxic layer. Could you have a problem with acidity at those lower levels, 5 to 20 level, but at the same time still see a reasonable crop come up? The chances of having a good crop with good nodulation is better if you have a pH profile that is five or above to depth. I mean there's 80% of the plant roots are in that top 20 centimetres and if you've got good rainfall, good pH, then you're going to get a reasonable yield even if the, you know, the subsoil is, is constrained, which, which you do get in southern Victoria. So the subsoil below 20 centimetres, I mean. In New South Wales, we tend to be much more dependent on seasonal rainfall. So anything that affects the rooting depth of these pulses is going to limit the potential. But as your pH in that 5 to 15 centimetre drops back, then you tend to get root pruning and the plants, it's compromised, it's not as healthy. It tends to be more susceptible to, we've observed but haven't proven, but it it seems to be more susceptible to disease infection, herbicide injury. So the more acidic the pH profile, and particularly in that 0 to 20 centimetres, then the more susceptible the plant is to stresses, and that tends to be a sort of a, a multiplier effect of the stress. Yeah, the plant is obviously weaker, I suppose. Yeah, yeah very much so, yeah. Is there a pH level where you just wouldn't plant, wouldn't sow legumes? Anywhere you've got pH below about... 4.8 in that 5 to 15 and particularly if you're getting you know around 4.5 or less you really should think about whether or not it's worthwhile growing pulses and talk to people with local experience but your potential for 
the high yields that you hear about, you're not going to get them when you've got those more acidic layers. Okay. Now, before we get to the recommendations that you've made in your report, let's just recap the problem, okay? There's a lot more acidity down deep than growers perhaps and their advisors have realised. Is that the nub of the problem? Yes, the um, 0 to 10 centimetre soil samples people have been relying on to guide their crop decisions and their liming programs isn't telling the true story. At the commercial level, you really need to be looking at soil sampling intervals of 5 centimetres, ideally down to 20 centimetres. And the other issue is that you can't expect that lime applied in the year of sowing these sensitive species is going to have enough time to work. You should be in the high rainfall zone at least 12 months before sowing them. In the lower rainfall regions, then you'd be looking at planning and incorporating or applying your lime at least two years in advance of these crops. Every five centimetres you say you should be sampling. So uh, the pH can can change that much in such a small profile? The most extreme case we saw was a paddock up in the central slopes that, of New South Wales. The pH was 7.3 at the nought, and we were doing, for the research purposes, we were doing two and a half centimetre intervals. At the nought to two and a half, the pH was around seven. At the seven and a half to 10 centimetres, it was down to 4.3. And if you did a nought to 10 centimetre sample on that, it would come back with a pH that was okay, approaching 5.5. When clearly it wasn't. Yes, yeah. And, and that is, I mean, that's not unusual to have over a pH unit difference in that top layer down to the seed placement level. So I imagine what's happening with a soil test at the moment is so you're taking that sample out, it's all getting mixed up and it's basically giving you an average. Yeah, giving you an average. And, and you've got to remember that pH is a logarithmic scale, so a one unit difference, say going from a pH of 6 down to a pH of 5, well that's 10 times more acidic at pH 5 than pH 6. So we're, we're seeing two units differences in some of the samples. So a hundred times more acidic at the sowing depth than at the surface level. Okay, so you've mentioned a couple of things that people could look at. Testing at the five centimetre intervals was one of them. Early sowing was another recommendation that you make. Why was that? The issues with the acidic soils is that particularly once it gets cold and wet, the nodulation process slows right down. The nitrogen fixation, the amount of nitrogen fixed depends on the crop growth and if once it gets cold and wet it slows down. So if you've got a plant that's relying on the nitrogen fixation from the rhizobia, having that plant vigorous and fixing nitrogen as you come into winter, it's exactly the same as with wheat and canola. You're sort of setting your yield potential from that early biomass accumulation. So the sooner you can sow in you know, the recommended sowing window for your region, the more likely you are to have a vigorous plant that's effectively fixing nitrogen coming into winter. One of your recommendations is that there may need to be some strategic incorporation. Yes, that's something that a lot of people aren't happy to hear about. But really, if we're wanting to have pulses in the system in the near future, then you've really got to kickstart and address that acidification that's happening. And the most effective way available at the moment that we're aware of is incorporation. Now, you're not going to talk about rates, obviously, because it will vary a lot. 
But you do make the point that there perhaps needs to be what you call a capital application. You need to add more than you perhaps uh, have in the past. It appears that the acidity is actually moving deeper down the profile, like previous reports, surveys in New South Wales, for example, the most acidic lay was at that 5 to 10 centimetre level. Now we're showing in the soils we've sampled that the most acidic layer is actually in the 10 to 15. So that suggests to us that the amounts of lime being put on are sufficient to be maintaining an okay pH in that 0 to 5 centimetre, but there's not enough lime going on to prevent acidification deeper down the profile. So that acid band is becoming greater over time because we're just not putting on enough lime to match the acidification rates of our farming system. Helen Burns from the New South Wales Department of Primary Industries at Wagga Wagga and there is a link to that new GRDC publication in the show notes. Well worth the read if you are growing pulses in naturally acidic soils.